0: Welcome back into the first of all things. Uh, On the other side of Star Trek, I'm Captain Joe Dove, co-host of the Captain's Quadrant. And with me this week, a super special guest I'm so excited to have with us. You may know him from his wonderful TikTok videos. Um, Just like Jason, we're talking about Star Trek guy. We are so happy to have you here in the Captain's Quadrant. It is wonderful to meet you. We've been chatting just a bit before the show launched. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that you got your grand entrance. He is incredible. He's from the Midwest to me, definitely. Uh, And if if there's anyone that knows Star Trek as much as six-time Chula Grand Champion Jason, it's Star Trek Guy. Um, And like I said, we're just so excited to have you with us this week in the agony booth on the Captain's Quadrant. Um, Also joining me on vacation, is our co-host Vacation Jason who is going to be a little bit delayed so when you hear him just give it a second and then he'll, he'll his voice will
1: then come I mean he's going to be slower than usual <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow
2: that's, that, that's, that's, no, that's sad that's not good, is it? That, That's pretty bad yes I'm currently <coughs> in a hotel room um, I'm currently not wearing any pants just nice. let the audience know
1: um, pics so yeah, or it I'm didn't happen
2: That's right. Yeah, it's going to be a bit glitchy
0: today, folks. But here we are. The show must go on. That's right. And finally, who can we lean on most? Then our, like we were saying, six-time Chula Grand Champion, Jason. Our other co-host, a longtime member of the Captain's Quadrant. So let's just uh, hop into it. Let's get into... WTF did we just So this week we are doing Deep Space Nine episode season one Episode ten Move Along Move Along Home <laughs>
2: uh,
0: the Wadi from the Gamma Quadrant visit DS9 thereby making first contact with the Federation When they catch quark cheating they let him off by playing a special game now this was before the defiant so you know this is for some was kind of like the slower of the the seasons
1: i have to show off my notes i i took copious copious notes.
0: yes 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 so let's let's kick it off with you well let me let me hear your thoughts on this episode since you have so much (laughs)
1: oh my gosh, this episode just radiates stupid and in a good way though it, it's 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 enjoyable in its badness it's it's not like threshold where you're just watching it and going oh, this is bad and you just you just hurt this is like oh, this is bad but this is kind of funny because so many plot concessions have to be made to make this story work. <laughs> For example uh, the fact that, Cisco and the others had to basically leave Quark in charge of a first contact at the beginning of the episode just because they were tired and bored. <laughs> they should have been court-martialed right there. <laughs> I mean, it should have been.
0: Yeah, a little light. <laughs> I, I, you gotta move along. S-
1: somebody just came into my room, walked to my closet, and went back to my door and shut the light off. And I don't even think they saw me here.
2: Well, at least they're saving
1: you the electricity. <sighs> <laughs> I don't even remember what anyway. I was talking about. Now I'm just so offended. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: clears throat> you
1: were talking about space Jumanji. Yes, yeah, space Jumanji, the space escape, the space, the uh, the, the, the space room. Yes, space escape room. Because yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what this was. It was an escape room in space, and it was an escape room before the escape rooms. Therefore, Star Trek once again ahead of the curve.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's, uh,
1: <laughs> but yeah, it was. I have I have lots more to say, and uh, <laughs> oh wow, it's like a rave. That's nice. <laughs> uh, I have a lot more to say. Uh, I'm going to kind of sit on it for a little bit, uh, but uh, yeah, there's 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 thoughts. There's lots and lots of thoughts.
0: All right, I'm going to give control over to Star Trek guy, our special guest this week, and go ahead and tell us your thoughts on this episode.
3: Well, I guess
0: I was not in agony while watching
3: it. I find the episode uh, very enjoyable. Um, I will admit it does bend uh, the normal logic of Star Trek. But I think that having a good, nice, silly episode every once in a while, as shown by Strange New Worlds, is a good thing.
0: True, true. Um... Vacation, Jason, tell us. What are your thoughts on this episode?
2: Uh, you know, and I think Star Trek guy kind of nailed it. It's, it's a fun episode. It's meant to be a fun episode. Uh, there are elements the that that really don't work, but there are certain elements that do work, you know? And I think we get to discover quite, quite a lot in this episode. It's a, it's a good episode to define the swaying kind of attitudes towards situations that Quark regularly has and and how his um need for financial gain is not as maybe as powerful as some of the emotions he starts to feel about people around him, which I find very interesting. So to me it's it's not as bad as <laughs> threshold by any stretch of the imagination. But there's some real dumb stuff in this episode. <laughs>
0: Oof. Well, for me, um, I'm in the best of both worlds on this. It's very silly, like Star Trek guy said. Um, and sometimes you need to break that up because this first season, not only being the introduction to Deep Space Nine, but there was a lot of things going on with the, the tension between the Cardassian uh, occupation ending and a lot of the Bajoran uh, terrorists uh, going on and the, the whole type of a... Uh, Cast system with the type of religious leaders that they had and i remember if i'm not you know correct me jason and star trek guy if i'm mistaken but i think this season arc ended with um uh a zealot trying to basically kick out the federation and declare type of war further causing conflict between the federation and the jorans so I find that to be pretty interesting, but this episode stayed away from all that, and it was just silliness. And the special guest star in this episode, the alien with the, the paint, um, can I just get into like what what happened? They just were like, let's put on some shiny material and then just squiggle some lines. He's an alien. There we go. All right. Their let's
1: go. their clothes looked like the curtains that you would find in a fortune teller's booth.
0: Yeah, it was so
2: weird. I don't They'd know. That budget was low. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely, I feel like they were like, you know what, ratings are kind of low. Let's just let's just throw this out there. Let's see how people <laughs> maybe people laugh and be like, did you see how bad that episode was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should watch it. You know, I don't know what the draw was, but it didn't connect with the overall arcs that were happening in the season. But it did hit some really good notes, and when I say notes, I mean. There's some memorable moments to this episode because you can tell the cast did not want to act in some of these pieces especially the Alamoraine top skip and jump uh, piece.
3: Oh, I you love Cisco. I love Cisco <laughs> in that scene. He's he looked, so emphatic.
0: Yes. He's like really <laughs> really I'm Hudson Hawk, okay?
1: <laughs> hey, you know, give it up to Avery Brooks though. I mean, you I was rewatching this Nana Visitor and Terry Farrell were not having it. They were no. doing the they were doing the jumps with. They were just like, Ala Moraine, come with me, Ala yeah. Moraine, Then you'll see. And then here comes Avery Brooks. He just, Ala Moraine, come with me, Ala Moraine." And he was he got into it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know disrespect the man. He got into it about as much as you can expect Avery Brooks to get into that. But
0: his face says otherwise
1: yes oh yes, he didn't he didn't want to be there but the man earned his paycheck
0: absolutely
2: well absolutely. we're debating this is one way to find out let's have a look at the then three more you can see you'll come with
1: me I told you even even Alexander sitting. Even Alexander Siddig was just like Almerain. Yeah, Yep. I I have to pass on a message that I just got from Annie, who cannot join us tonight uh, because of a work related uh, thing. She says, "My first opinion of the Wadi, a biker gang made of theater and ballet peeps, visited a pizza hut called Quarks and bought the twenty five cent tattoos out of the twist dispenser." Oh wow! I could not put that any better myself. <laughs>
2: That's yeah. right. That's great. Shall we move on, Captain Yes, uh, yes. Segment? Yes, let's
1: move along.
0: Let's move along home. There's, a There's nothing there. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> Why Would You Do That? Uh, <laughs> each person gets to talk about the bad and confusing parts of the episode. Let us kick yes. off with Star Trek Guy.
3: <laughs> okay, so the bad and confusing parts of this episode... Um, well, let's start off with, um, why would you have Odo act the way he did?
0: Mm. Odo's
3: part in this, um, in the beginning of this episode, when he goes to ops for the very first time, especially the way they treat him, is very interesting, and I I have no idea why you would write it like that. Um,
1: Constable Odo... Yep, nope, that's exactly... Yeah. He's like yeah. the copy guy from Saturday Night Live. You know how Rob Schneider would sit there and go, Temé! Yeah. Temote! <laughs> yeah, that's a good observation, absolutely.
0: Um,
3: another, another good thing is... Um, why would you make it seem that there are stakes only at the end to completely pull the rug out from under us? It's like... You seem it seems this episode like maybe there's there's something there's something going on, but at the end it's just like nah, it's just a game. Yeah. It's like what you guys thought you were in danger? Nah, nah, it's just a game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you just expect you know, Rom to be back there with a drum set going yeah, forty five yeah. minute setup for a punchline.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh vacation chase
2: there's a couple of key things to talk about besides the obviously the Alamarine scene which we have just watched and how horrible that was it's really around the fact that uh, well, I didn't like the way they treated Bashir in this episode I really Uh, had a problem with that
1: he was played off like a buffoon
2: I really didn't like how they dealt with him too much at all Um, and even that scene you know that scene where they all kind of Find each other in the game for the first time. Oh right. yes. Have they ever not watched a horror film? You never split up. You never split up. Why right. would they do that? <sighs> no.
1: See if but, they would have continued trips movie night until the twenty fourth century, that that nonsense would have never happened. <laughs> they would have learned. <laughs> yeah.
2: Look, the the um, uh, Sorry, what was
1: the name of the aliens again?
2: The Wadi. Why the Wadi? Wadi. Yeah. The, the Wadi. Uh, the main like, guy
1: what he, made, the heck?
2: he really <laughs> hammed it up it was too extreme of performance. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was so much you know Um, uh, of uh, yeah really hamming it up
1: I felt like I he was can... trying to be more scary than what he had the capability to be
2: and the hmm. whole move along home which they were using as a storytelling device to kind of remind the audience that hey this guy is threatening just didn't work for me at all you know move along home I was like what don't you just piss off buddy I don't really care they know what they got to do the, the other the other real problem with it is yeah the ending is very abrupt um and the, yeah it the, then turns into uh you know it's just a game and then Odo going, but talk to quark because it's his fault and I thought that was too much kind of at the end. I thought it was probably um, one of the worst performances by Cisco.
1: Mm. Can't blame him.
2: I actually find the first season really tough to watch, Avery Brooks, to be honest with you, because you can see generally through that entire season, especially this episode, he's still trying to find the character. He doesn't have it yet. He has probably about 70% of Cisco in my mind. And it's only later on that we get in uh, uh, you know, season two, and especially season three, that we get to see Cisco as a... Like, he's got the character, he knows exactly who he is. Um, Nana Visitor in this, she's just angry. This whole episode, isn't she? She's just non-stop. And Deep Space Nine, and we all see where these, these characters go and what they're capable of. It's a hard pill sometimes to go back and watch these first season episodes because not everyone's firing at their best at this stage.
0: No, no. And six time Chula, Grand Champion.
1: I'm breaking out my notes. Uh Here we go. go. (laughs) Okay, so. Uh, As Vacation Jace already said, Bashir was an absolute buffoon in this episode. I particularly thought he came off as a bit racist because at one point he says the Wadi are aliens and he says that to Kira.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Um,
1: Of first that I've noticed, you actually see Morn speaking to somebody in the background of Quark's. Oh. I don't know if they've actually ever shown that on screen. I guess that was before they established the running joke that Morn always talked, but nobody ever saw him. But if you look like the first scene in Quarks, Morn is in the back and you can see him talking to a Starfleet officer. Um, I've already said Quark was a better ambassador than Cisco. He engages the Wadi in the gaming table right off front. Cisco gets bored and leaves. They all should have been at the table with him. It was, you know, just should not have happened that way. Uh, Quark at one point says good lord they've won again which means in my mind there must be a Ferengi Jesus somewhere <laughs> Cisco oh getting mad at Jake for staying up and doing homework with Nog is next level petty mm-hmm. because Jake was doing homework with Nog <laughs> and Cisco's mad at him for doing homework with Nog mm-hmm. I don't understand that Fallow calls Chula an honest game and then proceeds to kidnap the senior staff. <laughs> one day, I want to see an episode where somebody tries to do the computer-in program bit and it works and the episode's like 10 minutes long.
2: <laughs>
1: How much mileage can we get out of this one room and corridor set? You're going to see these funky doors a lot in the future, so get used to it. Uh, let me scroll down a little bit. Oh, wow, you I got told a you, these, nose. These, are, these are great notes. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> being thrown into a game without knowing the rules or how to play is the greatest example of being an adult I can think of. Oh, that's true.
0: You're going to chuckle at a Star Trek, guy. There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. The leap that Quark takes to connect the four missing officers and the four piece, the game pieces on the board, that is Adam West Batman fighting the Riddler. <laughs> deduction right there it should not work it doesn't work it happens anyway and the fact that quark figures it out before odo does is embarrassing Uh, quark uh, odo should have shown up at the bar after he went through the magical teleporting door and his face should have been red you know just oh my god quark figured it out before i did um i'm gonna save this one for the for the saving graces Uh, i'm gonna save this one as well um okay The Earthquake Cave, with Dax, Sisko, and um, Kira making their way through the Earthquake Cave. Watch that scene. Nothing knocked them off the cliff. They literally just gave up. Jump. Just like the writers did at the end of this episode.
0: (laughs) How do we get them out of here? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's just jump.
2: Let's just jump.
1: Quark is told, (laughs) you have to sacrifice one to save the other two. And then Quark says, I can't do it. He has that big scene where he cries. And they say, okay, well, the game will sacrifice one to save the other two. And then the game kills them all, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: which means the Wadi cheated.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: so the, and my final note, the Wadi kidnapped the entire senior staff and Odo blames Quark for cheating. <laughs> yep. Those are my notes, my, my WTF notes for this episode.
0: Oh, man. Oh, my quick
1: WTF. Somebody's notes. got a cat. Show the cat. Show the cat. Where's the <laughs> yeah. cat? Oh. Come here. Oh. Who's got the cat? Oh, you've got we got, have oh, to I- see I- the cat.
0: You know what? We I really thought it was Jason. I thought it was ja- no. Oh, oh! I Hi
3: <laughs> This is Phineas.
0: It's Spot.
1: Oh, oh. love it, love it, love okay. the cat.
3: Well, my sister got to name it, so not Spot. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: well, I'm assuming you would have named him Spot, though, right?
3: Yes, but okay.
0: Yeah, but kind
3: of took Phineas and Ferb, so. uh okay. Yeah,
0: That's better. acceptable.
1: Yeah. Phineas and Ferb is acceptable.
0: Um, for me, it was the Mimosa scene it seemed like they you know like jason six time chula grand champion jason stated it was like hey we took the same set and we just (laughs) cleared everybody out changed the panel like changed the floor and put everybody back in
1: it was cube (laughs) before cube was cube
0: exactly (laughs) and you know you could tell right away it was like they went from the other (laughs) room to the same room except they have mimosas now and smoke (laughs) You know, it was. We're not playing anymore. <laughs> home all, home. All, the all, the,
1: all the wadi are hotboxing that room, and it's like. You know. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. was a Cheetah movie there for a bit. Yeah, I was like, are they all high? Is that what's going on? with
1: the mimosas. Well, you'd have to be, have to be yeah, a little tooted was, to get through this episode.
0: Yeah, I guess the mimosas uh, really kicked in. To move everybody along home, uh, it was it was tough. <laughs> Let us go forward into redeeming features. It looks like gold. Tastes like gold. It is gold. Uh, how ironic that we're talking about Quark and that was his first appearance. As... You gotta
1: you gotta respect the fact that he did redeem the Ferengi, though. He you, did. You, you yes. gotta you gotta love that he just could not leave that.
0: Yeah. I absolutely love, talking about Ruby and qualities, I absolutely love Arm Shermerman, Odo. This whole cast is just stellar to me. Even in in, in subpar episodes, they just shine. Um, yes. And for various reasons, like Cisco in the very beginning with his relationship with Jake and him not being too thrilled about him spending time with Cor, um, Nog, which ended up being such a great friendship in the end. And a saving grace for the character of Nog, but <laughs> it was just like you know seeing that side of parenting in space that we didn't get to see in Next Generation uh, because you know Picard didn't have any kids. But that was a redeeming quality. Another redeeming quality is um, you know Deep Space Nine is my favorite theme of all time.
1: <laughs> and you know, it only got better with the fourth season remix. Yeah. Yes, it did.
0: Yeah, it did. It really did. I get sped up. And, uh... <laughs> is the theme for this week? Yes! Yes! That is redeeming features, the theme. I really enjoy that. And uh, I found out a cool tidbit on the internet, Uh, hopefully it's true, they, um, Deep Space Nine made it, the writers and the director and showrunner made a point to ensure that they didn't look lost in space because they felt like the enterprise in the next gen always (laughs) skipped around (laughs) and it looked like, wait, wait, we gotta go that way. And then, oh, we went the wrong way. We gotta go this way, you know? (laughs) So they said, we wanna make sure we're we're good. We don't wanna look lost. And that's why you see the different ships going around and the the comet and the wormhole opening up at the end This show that they're not lost we're, we're grounded here so I always smell that that was really good uh, segment there.
1: you've ruined the opening of Star Trek The Next Generation 4 <laughs> ever and TOS
2: and, and you've I'm ruined really all of it your, your redeeming features seem to be centered around <laughs> the theme and the opening and nothing to do with the content yet
0: <laughs> uh, I said the performances I did mention them <laughs> I thought they did a great job um yeah that's it for me so uh <laughs> Star Trek guy give us your redeeming features
3: okay so for redeeming um features i um i I liked that even though I said earlier uh, that in the end there's no stakes, it seems like there's stakes throughout the episode. So that's nice, mm-hmm. that that the episode at least seems like like something is is actually happening that pertains to the rest of the series. Like, oh no, maybe we lose Bashir or something happens to Bashir or something. Yeah. and then that all just gets ripped away in the end. But that's not a redeeming feature. But it does seem like there are at, in the beginning. Um, definitely another one uh, would be Jake's performance I really like Jake um,
0: oh yeah you're right
3: he does really well as like come on dad are you are you kidding me is, is what he's doing and um, he he does really great in the episode um, <laughs> the
0: uh, oh
1: I want to um, build on what you just said I really like yeah. how at this point in the series that they were still finding ways to integrate Jake into the story without making it seem forced or just forgetting he was there at all mm. I, I miss early Deep Space Nine episodes for that reason that Jake was just this presence all the time and you know he wasn't he wasn't absent for like five episodes in a row
0: yeah like I always felt Wesley just kind of disappeared for a while and then oh Wesley's back you know
1: Yeah.
3: yeah <laughs> Wesley's back to save the day
0: yeah, Sorry. that's true. It's, yeah. it's true.
3: not Wesley's back. Uh, He's Wesley's back to, to save, save the day. Everybody,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah,
2: same <laughs> was. Go
3: on. No, no, you go ahead. About
2: Jake, and the, the, the little look he gives when he has that conversation with his dad right at the beginning, and it, to me, it's the, the beginning of. Jake started to grow up and started to maybe not agree with everything his father's saying yeah. you know there's this look Jake gives like like what the hell dad like yeah. you know okay I'll go with you here but I'm starting not to buy into everything that you say.
1: right Sir Rock Lofton was really not given enough to do on this show because no. he was he was a much better actor than he was really given a chance to show in my opinion
0: yeah and who also fun fact has his own star trek podcast
1: yes the ninth goes, role the ninth yes.
0: role yeah that uh,
1: gets With into him uh, and the him and the late great I, aaron eisenberg started that together and that was oh, some, I didn't, still, that I didn't oh know. yeah yeah they that started that together and then when aaron passed they had a really touching tribute episode to him and serac just kept it going and i think it's wonderful that he did
0: and now he's one of the producers is on the show right
1: i believe so yes
0: <laughs> yeah <a> modern <laughs> producer or, yes. Yeah. So that's a nice uh, connection, past and present. But uh, all right, vacation jazz. Tell us redeeming qualities of this episode.
2: I I just cut into Star Trek guy before. Oh did you yes. See him all redeeming if you Well, to-
0: I I just
3: I also just love um, Quark's reactions to um, the different things when he's like. Um, Oh, you've got gemstones? Uh, bring these guys some drinks, because yeah, I want these gemstones. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Such a delightful scoundrel. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like a materialistic Han Solo who's scared of weapons.
3: Right. <laughs> war is good for business. War is bad for business.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's one of the rules of acquisition, right? Yeah,
1: That's two of the two rules. Of them. Back, back, to back to back.
0: Oh, back to back. Oh, wow.
1: I have no idea why I keep doing this. No, it's, your, it's, your <laughs> I think it's a neurological disorder. I don't know.
0: Maybe. <laughs> it's okay. We still love you.
1: Oh, uh, Thank God somebody uh, <laughs> does.
0: <laughs> Vacation jazz.
2: Go ahead. It's not true. I mentioned Jake because that was one of the things I was going to mention. He's always only briefly mentioned Quark. And I think this me in the beginning of the series it was a really good episode for Quark because we get <laughs> to see him go from that business focus on business to the fact that his rules of acquisition his emotions are starting to interfere in his adherence to those rules and it plays out really well here uh we get to see the side of greed obviously and uh mm-hmm. and things like that but we also get the side of he doesn't want anyone to get hurt
0: right Which, he still has me, a good it was the
2: first time right for me personally that i felt the ferengi showed that they had some sort of
0: compassion you
2: know, i was going to say humanity but that's ridiculous they're for no, they're, they're <laughs> so <laughs> so, but yeah i i thought quark was quite strong in this episode um in a, in a quite a silly episode and uh <laughs> I love the concept of the game itself i'm just a bit disappointed i never got to understand the rules because i really wanted to know how the game properly worked but again if we knew that then the whole episode screwed because half <laughs> the main thorough for the episode is that as an audience member you don't know because quark doesn't know and that's supposed to build tension throughout storytelling well, um, jason
0: he didn't say the rhyme <laughs>
2: Play the clip again, but I ain't saying the rhyme. Um, Yeah. um, look, uh, yeah. Probably performer in there is Bashir. Even though he's played like a buffoon, him as a performer is throwing everything at it to try to give it some sort of brevity. You know, some sort of, like, the fact that he's hurt by it. Because he's the punching bag. But, you know, he's keeping it all in. And you can see it when you're watching him. It's him swallowing it going, that was not appropriate. But you know what? I'm going to be a professional. I'm going to keep going with it. So, yeah, there are some positives throughout this episode. It's just, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, the negatives so outweighing the positives in it. So much so that if you think of this episode, what do you think of? That Right. Yeah. Someone said you move along home. You're only ever gonna think of Alan Murray. Hey, here's a positive. The rhyme is so
0: bad <laughs> that it sticks in your head <laughs> thirty years head. later. <laughs> oh, they even
1: put it in the Deep Space Nine <laughs> documentary as a joke. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and, no. and they were playing it on Strange New Worlds in um in the scene where yeah, where um Umbenga's daughter is pulled out by the the chosen child from the that one planet they're playing al moraine
1: oh my gosh they were
0: yeah,
1: yeah. They oh no
0: no no
1: that was such an awesome episode yeah and they yeah. threw in a reference to the one of the worst, the worst. deep space nine episodes
2: exactly, exactly. that's
1: ballsy yeah. yeah we call that
2: the marvel maneuver marvel Studios do that marvel yeah they retcon the a lot of stuff yeah, and they make it cool again.
0: You know, like in Endgame, you do the Thor of the Dark World and stuff. And oh, then, you know, you know, what was it, Shang-Chi? They made uh, the, the fake Mandarin. They brought Mandarin. back the Mandarin. Yeah, the yeah. fake Mandarin and made him cool. Like, oh, you know. Who's his name, Doug? I don't know. Flattery is I, always cool, mate. He's always cool. Who's that?
1: Trevor Slattery. That was oh, King yeah, Trevor. Trevor Trav-
2: yeah, Trav- Trav- Slattery, yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't care what anybody says. I think the Mandarin twist was very clever. I just hated that. Just to I was, see how it just made no. everyone angry. No, 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 I remember no. sitting in the theater and they did the Mandarin twist and everybody around me was going, What the And I'm just sitting there going,
2: <laughs> I always. Joy at that concept. Wow. Yes, yes, I thought right. it was hilarious.
1: So the I want them. Th- I want them to do the same with Doctor Doom. A
0: fake Doctor Doom.
1: Yes, a fake Doctor Doom, <laughs> a- played by Trevor Slattery. <laughs> oh, he takes God. up. He takes <laughs> off the mask. He's, oi, oi might,
0: <laughs>
1: just to see everyone in the theater froth with anger. I yeah, want to see that happen.
0: Yeah. Well, here's a fun fact. Um, I work in the fashion industry, and one of the bottles that we used for years actually got her first on-screen role in Iron Man 3 she was one of Trevor's girls nice. when when Iron Man, uh Robert Downey Jr. goes in the room and he's in the bed with the two girls my friend's one of the girls there nice that's something <laughs> to put
1: on your resume right there yeah it is yes. so
0: she actually had a pretty decent career she was on a show with uh, Ted Danson and Jerry Fowle. i Becker um, yeah yeah so was on nice. Becker yeah thank you thank you yeah
1: and which brings us back to Deep Space Nine Yes. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, I did it. Right. I did it.
1: Going back to my notes. Here we go.
0: <laughs> All right, your turn.
1: Okay, so uh, I only have two things that nobody else has mentioned, so I'm going to mention them right now. I like the fact that at one point Cisco looks at Quark and says, "Quark, take the juice," because you know they're trying to o- offer Quark this juice that Quark is, "Oh, it's terrible," and you know Cisco's, like, "Quark, just take the juice," you know, and Quark looks at him and goes, "No." i love that because it's basically quark on this is my house i'm not going to do anything i don't want to do you're not the boss of me i really like that and uh kind of the the uh, opposite side of the coin when odo decides he's going to board the wadi ship and that awful security guard who was trying way too hard in this episode tells him but sir (laughs) we can't get on the wadi ship and Odo just kind of goes, "Oh, are we not supposed to do that? Oh dear, could I get course marshaled for that? I'm not in Starfleet. Transport me over there. I just love that that IDGAF attitude yeah. of of Odo at that point, and I I just love that character <laughs> when, so much. And,
3: and when he's like, um. What? Is it against Starfleet regulations to push the buttons?
1: Oh and I I love Renea bourgeois just gruff delivery. You know, the way he go he kinda of growl his lines, you know, push the buttons. I yeah. love that so much.
0: That's a good impression. Oh,
1: oh thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's too. high praise. I love yeah. Renee Bourgeois. Me
0: too. I I'll send it to his son, right? <laughs> um and that wraps up Oh, we're, I did my redeem feature, so yeah, that wraps up the... Oh, we
1: forgot the most important redeeming feature. Oh, It that? ended. It
0: ended, yes. <laughs> it ended.
2: <laughs>
0: All there. right. And, yeah, and that's going to bring us to the wheel of agony, which is going to uh... be a little, little, little choppy this week, so...
2: Just it's going to be a little choppy.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's gosh. so dramatic, I love that It's so dramatic <laughs> uh, uh,
0: bear with me as I bring it up Okay, so this is where we spin a wheel And the wheel is going to look a little bit off But it's still a good wheel And this is going to dictate what we're going to be talking about On the next episode uh, We will spin the wheel of agony It will choose now, Alan Rain. you know this week It is going to be very choppy So
2: I do apologize to you guys but it is vacation Jason, so yeah.
0: He's, he's out and about so, I'm out
2: under... and about living my best life. So here we go. We're gonna spin the wheel. Now you can wheel... see it's very choppy.
1: Wheel of Agony, turn, turn, turn. Show us the hell in which we will burn.
0: Hmm. Alan Count to four. Wheel of Agony. Spin once more.
2: <laughs> Three. Two. One. I'm gonna press
1: stop now. What does that say?
2: I can barely see that. Let me have a look. The. Oh, it's the original series. Oh no! The
3: Way of Eden. Please have me on. This is one of my favorite episodes of the original series. Really? It's... I it's love this episode.
1: It is the worst Eden. episode ever of oh. Star Trek. That's it, really? right there. Oh, we're, oh it's we're, so bad. I have to have
3: Star Trek. I love so this bad. episode. Oh, I always... absolutely... This was one of the very first episodes oh. I showed my mom when getting her into Star Trek.
1: Wow. Why would you do that to her?
3: Because <laughs> I love this episode. I find it so funny and so fun. Brilliant.
0: <laughs> right, I want to die sleep.
2: Sleep. You've got your ticket. You've got your golden ticket. You're in. Oh, oh yeah oh
0: this is great i was hoping I, you would... oh no i
2: recognize this episode for 30 years guys yeah. it's been a
1: while for me too i just remember the oh i i'm not even going to say it i'll just hold it for the episode because there's something in the episode that's hilarious that i don't know if anybody's ever seen but i'm going to bring it up
0: and uh, i i vaguely remember it because it was one of those things when i saw it, i was like i'm going to try to forget that
1: <laughs> oh, I've
3: seen this episode so many times.
0: Wow. Oh, man. Okay.
3: You We're are serious. a sadist.
1: <laughs> I love this.
0: I love this. I love this. So we've got some comments here. Let's uh, go in the aftermath here. Are
2: you going to put them up, Joe? You want me
0: to uh, I'm going to put them up. We've got our friend Annie, who just saved the world by fixing the hyperbolic chamber. Yay. Thank you, Annie. Oh boy! I can't oh, wait to playing? see. Oh, yeah, she's a sadist not... too. <laughs> she's uh, talking about the um, what the show was going to be picked. <laughs> we got our friend Aaron Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Effing hippies! I'm right there with you, Aaron. Hey man.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: this is uh, how we feel. About hey, it. I'm like
3: Cartman. I hate hippies too, but I love that episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hippies, Hippies in
0: space! And then Annie, <laughs> yes, one of my faves. She's a big fan of uh, Eden, too. So this
1: is going to be <laughs> Hey,
3: we've got two people for yeah, and three exactly. against, right? Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Have to watch
0: I'm, it. I'm well,
1: for uh, anything. It's just, this is going to be painful.
2: Three years, so I haven't in 30 years. Okay. I've a whole my whether I hate it or not, so i it this week. Same. Okay, so we've yeah.
3: got one that absolutely hates it, two on the fence, and two who are... Love it.
1: love it maybe yeah, it's, it's not as bad as i remember but i remember it being <laughs> really bad
3: i really thought you were gonna say spock's brain when i watched the last agony booth and you were like kept on talking about how you know when it comes on the wheel i'm I'm gonna say that this is the worst one i'm like he's gonna pick spock's brain isn't no,
1: spock's he? brain is like is like hilariously bad okay yeah. uh the way to eden is just cringe all the way through but I will give it another shot, because maybe I just uh, don't remember it as fondly. Maybe maybe time has softened me a bit, as it has softened my midsection.
2: <laughs> oh, and, and Aaron, Aaron sent another message there, Joe. Yep, yep.
1: We've got Aaron, Sugar.
0: It's only 50 <laughs> minutes us, uh,
2: 51 minutes of your life that
0: you won't get back. <laughs> I'm
1: late yeah. 40s. There's lots of minutes in my life I'll never oh, get back. What's yeah. 41 minutes more?
0: 51. 51. Oh, 51. Yeah, you get an extra 10 minutes of space. <laughs> uh, Spock's brain is definitely on the wheel. At least I hope. I believe it is on the it's wheel. It's got to be. It's
1: got to be on there, somewhere.
2: Absolutely. Anyway, it's on there. Would you knock? It's absolutely on there.
1: I think we got to add a replacement episode, though, now that we've knocked off another one. We we've, have to... Yeah, we've knocked off three. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: No, we've not got two. Yeah, yeah. Three. Three, yeah, yeah. Three, three. Three. Oh,
1: yeah, because Threshold and this one and, yeah. yeah. So we need some replacement episodes. Well, home
2: is updated, except for this one we just spun. It's just because, yeah, I'm in a different city. I
0: brought the old one like a dummy. You're on this thing <laughs> called vacation, right? Uh,
2: yeah. shore leave, yeah. as they call it. Yes. Yeah. So, uh,
0: yeah, look, I can't wait. Bring it on. Yeah, it's going to be
1: a lot of fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, and we're super excited to have you back on again, Star Trek guy. Absolutely. Um, We're looking forward to that. Yeah. So I'll get to watch that during the week. And Annie, hopefully uh, you'll be able to join us. And Aaron, hopefully you'll be around to join us again in the Agony booth. Uh, We are going to sign off, but this week I would like...
1: What'd you say? I'm saying something in Australia.
0: <laughs> Beer.
1: Koalas. Something's <laughs> trying to kill me.
2: Oh, it's no. hot. <laughs> oh, mate. It's true. I'm just buying my bill of Um, no, aftermark. You finished aftermark. Oh, yeah. Now, why don't you go back to your quarters? I'll be along shortly to say hello. uh uh-huh.
1: there's, right. there's something strangely erotic about that
2: it's frightening though it's
0: strangely fr- like i feel like i'm if i go back i'm gonna die like every time yeah. i hear that it's, like...
1: it's the entirety of deep space 9's run f- <laughs> frightening and yet erotic at the same time
2: <laughs> I... <What you> doing? <laughs> say that again say that again <laughs> i see i don't know what kind of show he's watching
1: yeah the best me. possible kind
2: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> all right so Give us your next episode final thoughts. This is where we comment as a group about the next episode.
1: About uh, about uh, uh, the way to Eden or the way to Eden, yeah. Okay. Space hippies.
3: <laughs> Dude, Spock Sp- sings. Spock. I mean, Spock plays oh, yeah, the liar. The Spock
1: jam session. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh,
3: what, what, what more playing, could you want?
0: Is that what he's playing the bicycle thing? Is that the, the Vulcan liar? Volcan Vulcan Liar? Yes. Yeah! Wow! Wow, I remember that,
1: yeah. And that's that's this <laughs> is the episode in which Chekhov was suffering that horrible debilitating injury where somebody shoved a stick so far up his, you know, that just could not get it out the entire time. Mm. I am a Starfleet officer. I do not have fun. I do not jam. I'm just going to stand here like this the entire time. Mm. Yeah, They just took everything fun about Chekhov in that everything episode. Injury. Which yeah, I,
2: thought he was talking about, I said I thought he was talking about his other
0: horrific injury, his hair. Uh, <laughs> well, he had the Beatles. Everybody had the Beatles at that time.
1: The chick, the chick, plays, the chick plays the
0: bicycle. Amazing, yes. Man, it's some really good memories you guys have. Hey, like you those. know,
1: if they <laughs> yeah, can make medical cool. diagnoses with a salt shaker, they can play the bicycle as a musical <laughs> instrument. <clears throat> Who's stopping them? It was the 60s. It was a time of drugs and discovery. Yeah, Yeah, it certainly was. Mostly wow. drugs, That's as a reference down. with this episode.
3: And I mean the whole end. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I mean for anyone who hasn't seen it. But the end is like the perfect if you hate hippies. The end <laughs> of it is perfect.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Well,
3: you hate hippies. Well, this is the episode for you. Yeah.
0: There you go. There you go. Uh, vacation, Jason. Do you have any? Any afterthoughts in the aftermath?
2: No, we're done.
1: <laughs> You're done. I'm
2: gonna go watch that other episode.
1: Oh man! I kind of want to watch it now too. Yeah, Star Trek guy.
0: Uh, what? Uh, the evening <laughs> episode. <laughs> you have any uh, thoughts about that episode that we're gonna watch? I mean, you said you like it, so I
3: it's it's a it's a great episode. Um, I find it funny.
0: Um, it's
3: got some great musical moments in it. And I, I don't mind it when shows get a little get a little musical at, at some points.
0: Oh, so okay. there you go, there you go. We got a fun comment from Aaron. There was an early plan to have McCoy's daughter be one of the hippies. Oh, yes. that is that. true. I yes. didn't know that. We're full of Star Trek uh, like information this week. <laughs>
1: this is great.
0: <clears throat> uh, six-time Chula champion, Grand Champion, excuse me.
1: Do you have any uh,
0: final comments on this episode before
1: we close off? Uh, now are we talking about... Uh, Eden. Uh, Eden, okay. Uh, I'm, as Jason said, I, I probably haven't watched this episode in 25 or 30 years. Uh, maybe I'll see it more fondly through older, more matured eyes. Maybe I'll hate it more. I don't know. Tune yeah. in next week to find out. Yeah. Uh, and either I... way, I will be snarky and sarcastic as usual.
3: Yeah. And either way, I'll debate you till I die.
0: <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get ready. Get ready.
3: What, what,
1: this way?
0: <laughs> yeah, that way, that way,
1: yeah. <laughs> like that poster from, uh, from, uh, <laughs> that old... poster that keeps showing up, you know, like the, the, the boxing poster. I don't yeah, know exactly. what. You... The old, I think the it was time. from, uh, City on the Edge of Forever, which was a great episode.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah I'll, and then I'm several putulous. episodes. Of... I'm a fighter. And then
1: <laughs> then several episodes of Star Trek, which, uh, oh, wait, Picard, wait. which were not great episodes.
0: <laughs> um, all right so that's gonna wrap us up uh take a gander at all our wonderful socials but please we have this very special guest this week um you can find me on to be seen at to be seen you can find me on at Captain Quadrant at disc dungeon if you're big into music and at spectrum sanctorum if you're big into all things uh fun and exciting especially the captain's quadrant you can find jason at pop culture spread and at CQ Jason. Uh, with his uh, Star Trek uniform on. And Annie, who's normally our other co-host, you can find her at Vulcan Diver, but uh, she's watching, so what's up, Annie? And then, of course, Jason Roy Gatson. You can find him at Jason Roy Gatson for Facebook, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter as well, I believe, and his own website, JasonGatson.net. Uh, and, of course, we're going to give the big final Iggy to Star Trek Guy. Please plug your socials so that people can find and learn more about you. You've got a great TikTok. If you're into Star Trek, I highly recommend following and learning with Star Trek Guy. He's amazing. So go ahead. Right. I'm give you the floor. Uh,
3: yes. So my um, TikTok username is at Star Trek Guy, one word, capital star, capital trek, capital guy. Um, I post twice a day. Usually one meme video and one serious video. Uh, And I also have a YouTube channel where I've done some TOS kill counts. Um, And that is Star Trek Guy as well.
0: Oh, okay, great. Great. So I I just subscribed to your, um, your YouTube. So... I'm gonna watch those next. I have something to watch out of this <laughs> besides the episode. That's gonna wrap it up for this week. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. And if you're listening to our podcast, thank you for downloading and listening to the Captain's Quadrant, The Agony Booth.
1: Pray for us.